What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to the new listeners. Um, before we get started on today's episode, we have a shout-out. We have a new patron. Oh, yeah. So, thank you so much to Mr. Justin Weir. Where? Is it Where? Weir? Let me know. Looks like Where. Yeah. Justin Ware, you're awesome. Thank you for subscribing. You make it all possible. Just you, not anybody else. No, <laughs> no. So badass Patroni. Hell yeah. Um, so thank you for signing up. You're awesome. And uh, welcome to the club. So that out of the way, obviously we have a Patreon. Y'all, the rest of you, be like Justin. <laughs> um, make sure you're going there and signing up. The link is in the show notes and episode notes. So you can find it there and go do that. Um, and don't forget to check out our other show, Unsolved Mayhem. Justin, you'll be getting a shout out there also. So let's hop right in. Sarah, who or whose are we talking about today? It's just a who. Um, his name is... Horton? Because he heard a who. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about a guy named Patrick Chapman today, who is... Pretty much from our neck of the woods. Okay. All right. He was 34 when he disappeared on May 11th, 2020 in uh, Mill Spring, Missouri. But he's from O'Fallon, Missouri. Oh, okay. He worked as a tow truck driver and was known to couch surf or camp. He had been married for six years to a woman named Jen Newberry, and the couple divorced in 2011. She was living in St. Charles by 2020. Never heard of it. Me either, even though we're sitting in it right now. (laughs) No clue. (laughs) I don't know where that's at. The couple had a son together as well. He was 11 when Patrick went missing. So, on May 10th in 2020 was Mother's Day. Patrick woke up that day and he texted Jen, wishing her a happy Mother's Day. And then he asked her if he could come over and use their son's laptop because someone had taken money out of his bank account and the app on his phone wasn't working. When he got to her house that morning... Patrick and Jen got into an argument because she felt like he was accusing their son of stealing the money, but in reality, he wasn't. She later said, like, she totally overreacted. She was just being, like, a protective mom. Yeah, and just misunderstood what he was trying to say. Right. Um, so she said he left 
well, she kicked him out because of this argument. And when he left, he was upset and confused by the whole situation. He then texts a family friend to ask if he could stay with them for the night. This was the home of a girl's parents that he had dated briefly. He would stay with them from time to time if he, like, really needed a place to crash. They lived three hours away from St. Charles in Mill Springs, Missouri. So he arrived that night around 10 p.m. When his friend woke up in the morning at 4 o'clock to get ready to go to work, he said Patrick wasn't there anymore. So he got there at 10, was gone gone by by 4. Okay. Thinking he had just, like, moved on to a different place to crash at a different friend's house, he didn't report Patrick missing until May 30th with the Wayne County Sheriff's Office when they kind of figured out, like, nobody had seen him since the 10th. Gotcha. That is quite some time. Yeah. Now, on June 5th, Patrick's 1995 Burgundy Ford Escort wagon was found was found on a four-wheeler path in a wooded area of Mark Twain National Forest near Mill Springs Cemetery. There was absolutely no cell service in this area, and it was just two miles from his friend's house where he had last stayed. And for anyone who doesn't feel like looking at a map, that's kind of in, like, northeast Missouri. Is that, like, that's, like, Hannibal area, right? Or around there? Yeah, it's basically if you are heading north from St. Louis, like, heading toward Iowa, you'll you'll pass through that area. Okay. When they found his car, the bumper had severe damage and all four tires were flat. Inside the car, they found his wallet, which contained his ID and bank card, and they also found medication that he needed. His cell phone and the actual car keys, though, they have never been found. His family said they were told that the car looked like it had been wiped clean of fingerprints and that there was also no cash in his wallet, which he always carried cash. Which made me think, like, he might have just walked away and just taken the cash part out of his wallet. Yeah. Because at first I was like, why are your all four of your tires messed up? And then I was like, you took a car on a four-wheeling road. So it's going to be more rugged terrain. Yeah, but escorts are pretty tough, man. I wouldn't, I don't, (laughs) I never had one. Me either. (laughs) <laughs> I've rode in enough of them to know those things. It takes a lot to kill an escort. Yeah, but the tires. Specifically the, the car and escort. I'm not talking about like hookers and trunks or anything. Oh my God, Bobby. Nobody was even thinking of escort. Yeah, hadn't even crossed hadn't my mind. Hadn't even crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the clarification. Absolutely. We definitely needed that. Just here to help. (laughs) 
Once they had an official report filed, investigators did multiple searches of the area but came up empty-handed. More searches have been done using grids, search crews, and cadaver dogs since he went missing. His family does not believe he would just leave on his own, but police have found no evidence, means, or motive for foul play. To keep his name in the public eye, his family adopted a mile stretch of Highway P in O'Fallon that they organize like cleanup, highway cleanups twice a year. So if you're interested in helping, they do it, I think, in the spring and the fall. They picked this area because it was where he spent a lot of time driving as a teenager. It was a very familiar area to him. Okay. Is the words I'm looking for here. Jen and his sister Megan, along with other family and friends, have driven the three hours to Wayne County more than a dozen times to conduct searches for Patrick. These searches are not easy and require proper hiking gear because it's, I guess, really rough terrain. They are offering a $3,000 reward for information that leads to his discovery. At the time he went missing, Patrick had brown hair, brown eyes, and was about 5'6 and weighed 160 pounds. He has multiple tattoos. He has his last name on his right forearm, a sun image between his shoulder blades, the way I envisioned it is you remember those old school like 90s uh, suns with like the faces in the middle and they looked like they had spiky. Kind of like a sublime sun. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they described it in some articles like it could be a saw blade or a sun. And I'm like. Oh, I see. That's a 90s sun tattoo. The, the sun that they like, use for sublime like yeah. album art and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be like a bright yellow, very sun-like saw blade. Yeah. He also has a cross on one of his shoulder blades. He was last seen wearing a black and white woven pullover, which were also very popular in the 90s. Um, He had blue work pants, black boots, sunglasses, and a necklace with a wisdom tree charm. If you have any information, you can call the Wayne County Sheriff's Office at 573-224-3219. What do you guys think? I think he went in the woods and something happened. I don't think he just walked away. No, I it definitely don't think so. Weird for him to walk away because he would there would have been some kind of tracks, I feel like, cuz he had to drive his car into the woods, destroy all of his tires, and then walk back out. Well, I just see that's I don't know. The the state of the car it is what it is. I don't I'm not really factoring that in as much as I am the fact that the wallet was found no cash. He's missing. His phone and keys are missing. That does sound like foul play to me. See, yeah, I was kind of like going back and forth. Like somebody like robbed him 
and something they bad happened. His car in the woods. But then I also thought like, oh, maybe he went to this area because he did spend a lot of time camping and it was just like it's a natural thing to put your keys in your phone in your pocket. Your pockets. And who's to say he didn't use the cash on something? Yeah. On his three hour drive to where he ended up. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but in 2020, you would think he would have been caught on surveillance somewhere at a gas station or a convenience store. Well, I don't think they're really, like, focusing on his travel from St. Charles to Mill Springs. It's whatever happened from his friend's house to where his car was found, and there was not even cell service. Well, and a problem that they're going to, or would have run into, is... By the time that he was reported missing, yeah. he had already been missing from his friend's house for X number of days. They don't know if... From May 10th to May 30th. So 20 days. There's no guarantee how long the car had been sitting out there. Uh, there's no way to, to figure that out. So if you try and go back, you'd have to check every surveillance camera in the entirety of St. Charles County. For the and last just month. hope to pray that somewhere in the last 20 days some camera across the county happened to find him that's an unbelievable feat to try and pull off i mean they would need half the county looking at footage for a week straight i mean it's it's figuring out where he went in between and when he ended up there is going to be impossible yeah and like you said, the car was sitting there for 20 days. Who's to say somebody didn't walk by the car and just take the cash? Well, that's the thing. We don't know that it was sitting there for 20 days. Well, true. I mean, it was just two miles from his friend's house, though. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, it could have been, you know, he left there, went and did whatever, and ended up going back out there a week later. There's, there's no information that'll tell true. us. True when he decided because sure it's a three-hour drive from st louis but he's obviously willing to make it he could have or from st charles he very easily could have gone back to st charles county anywhere in the county o'fallon st charles st peter's wherever and gone back out there the day before that happened true you know there's yeah it would be very difficult to even figure out when his car got put there yeah i mean i think they're just going under the assumption like i did that because it's just two miles away that it happened on that same day well what makes me think that it happened on the same day is there's no conversation of between him and anybody else that he knows within those 20 days there's no contact there's right. no text messages or phone calls and it wasn't like he was still friends with his ex-wife. He had a son. He was close with his sister, his mom. So it is weird that he would not speak to them at all in 20 days. I don't know. I mean, it's... It's, it's a... For a couch surfer? Yeah. Slash camper? I feel like he would be in contact with people regularly. I mean, let's just assume that he did go out there that day. There's no saying when he went missing from there, even. 
He could have been out there camping for three or four days a week. Yeah, that's what I, that's like how I felt in my head is like he, the car got totaled. He couldn't leave that spot. He had no cell phone service. So he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to camp here. And then something happened like days later. That's how I was looking at it. Yeah. Or like he got lost or they make it sound like this is like a very cliff rugged spot never been there i don't know mm. i i hope someone calls in with some information on this one because without that yeah they're I, I unlikely know. to figure it out unless somebody saw something yeah all right well if you enjoyed today's episode make sure you let us know leave us five stars leave a review share the episode with someone you know um, and if you have information, don't forget to call in and, uh, not to us, obviously, but the phone number that Sarah gave, uh, earlier and give them that information and, uh, we will see y'all back next week. Bye. 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 Bye.